Greetings and welcome to In Tune with VHBC, a podcast about music and worship at Vestavia Hills Baptist Church. I'm Marty Watts, Minister of Music at VHBC. In today's episode, I'll share about the hymn, Be Strong in the Lord, and talk with Mike Thomas. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. Now let's get in tune. Originally released in 1979 as a choral anthem, Be Strong in the Lord is full of biblical imagery, especially that of the armor of God found in Ephesians 6. Linda Lee Johnson, the author of the hymn text, was born in 1947 and has lived on the West Coast her whole life. She retired from working at a Christian school where her husband was superintendent. This text was written on an airplane when Linda Lee Johnson was on the way to her grandfather's funeral. In addition to the imagery from Ephesians 6, a verse from the 31st chapter of Deuteronomy provides the general theme of the text. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. The tune for this hymn is by Tom Fetke and was written particularly to match this text. Tom Fetke was born in 1941 in California and has taught music, written many, many choral anthems, and was the editor of a hymnal called the Hymnal for Worship and Celebration. Some of the listeners may recognize the name Tom Fetke from his very popular choral anthem, The Majesty and Glory of Your Name. Even though this hymn was released in 1979, it has many characteristics of gospel songs found a hundred years earlier. The hymn tune features slow harmonic rhythm, meaning that the chords change less frequently. There are multiple stanzas with a memorable refrain. There's a repetition of text, phrases, and ideas, and the texts are tied specifically to the tunes and aren't interchangeable like some other hymns. Today's episode concludes with a singing of Be Strong in the Lord by the congregation of Vestavia Hills Baptist Church with Dr. Beth McGinnis at the organ. If you have a hymn to suggest for a future episode of the podcast, feel free to contact me at marty at vhbc.com. Once again, I'm grateful to be able to have conversations on the podcast and then be able to share them with uh, the folks who are listening. And today, I'm really glad to welcome Mike Thomas. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mallory. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, Just finishing up the day for a nice, relaxing conversation. (laughs) Well, good. I I hope it is that. Thanks for taking time out to do this with me. Yeah, I appreciate you asking me. Um, I'm glad that we were actually able to finally do this now. So Yeah, yeah. Um, well, first of all, tell us a little bit about what you're involved with at church. So currently, right now, I'm on the transition team. Um, that is a big undertaking right now for that group. Um, I'm also one of the uh, missions ministry team members, um, and that pretty much just involves us guiding what our mission project should be for the next couple of years. This is my second year on that. So 
I do a three-year rotation. And then if they ask me to do something else, I'll be more than happy to do that. But for now, that. And then Steph and I occasionally help out with the youth. And then, of course, we're also Sunday school teacher, or I'm a Sunday school teacher with Brad Farley for the Jesus and Joe Bible Sunday school class, Bible study class. So Great. And then um, pre-COVID and then hopefully post-COVID, uh, back to trumpet playing. Yes, 100%. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to get back to it. So, so bad. I want to be where I was in college. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about that in just a minute, but um, I do have to say a word of thanks uh, for your work, especially with the transition team. I know that that's, um, as you said, a big undertaking, but such an important one. So thank you to you, to you and to the rest of that. Group. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate uh, that a lot. So do tell us um, how you arrived at trumpet playing. Uh, maybe, uh, from you know what music was for you in childhood and then uh, in college and now as an adult? Yeah, so my mom and my dad were both musically talented. My mom sang in choir. She played piano when she was a kid. And then my dad played trombone from middle school to when he was in college at UAB. And so when we came to middle school, I, I played basketball a lot, but basketball never really interfered with anything else school-related. So like being banned and playing basketball was great because in the fall, I didn't have to worry about anything. In the springtime, I didn't have to worry about anything too, because, you know, you just have the, the band concerts, you know, maybe once or twice a, a year for middle school. So when we started to do uh, what we were going to do at Pizitz, um, my sister is a year older than me and she chose the French horn in sixth grade. And so I scored a 10 on clarinet, a 10 on trombone and a 10 on flute all instruments that my parents had over the years, obviously my dad's trombone. Uh, he got a clarinet and a flute at a yard sale just for kicks, but I decided to, that I got a seven on trumpet and that all my friends were going to be trumpet players and they picked trumpet. So I wanted to go with my friends. So my dad luckily found a trumpet at a yard sale again, but he was really frustrated with me for not picking trombone or anything else that we had instruments for. <laughs> and so I, uh, I, I, I picked the trumpet. I had a yard sale coronet uh, for like two years before my dad actually officially bought me a trumpet. Um, and then I've played it ever since then in middle school, high school, uh, college. And then I've recently started to pick it back up because you asked me to, and I'm really glad that you did because <clears throat> I was loving trumpet when I was in college and I still love it today, but I just not as good as what I was then. Cause it was more of like a necessity to practice than I actually just practicing on my own to be good. You know, since then I've just wanted to play more and get better now so that I can do these things where I don't feel uncomfortable when I'm playing in front of people again. Cause the past couple of times I practiced really, really hardcore and I was really nervous about it when I used to not, because when you're in a band, like in college band or in high school band, you know, you've got a lot of people around you that can kind of soak up some of the noise. But then again, you're not really worried about that because you're already at the best playing ability that you have when you're performing. So I just want to get back to that level and that mindset where I don't have a nervous feeling when I get to play in front of people anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. and I'm thankful for you encouraging me to do that. Oh, well, you're welcome. Thank you for, for taking that on. And I have to say that your picking the trumpet um, is just another interesting story about how um, students in middle school have chosen their instrument. I've talked to a couple of other band people who've said uh, the director just decided we needed a bassoon player or we needed a, you know, whatever player. And so you just got, got assigned, but you, you picked the one that uh, your family didn't already own. So I think that's a, a funny story too. 
Yeah. My mom always wanted me, me or my sister to play the piano, but I just never gravitated towards it either. So trumpet was it. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your uh, career. So currently I'm the employee health coordinator at Grandview Medical Center. Um, It's just a fancy title that lets me be in charge of everybody's uh, employee health file. So immunization, drug screens, workman's comp stuff, making sure that people are safe at work. Um, During COVID, it's kind of a different task, but um, that's pretty much it. I started out in the emergency room um, back in 2013 um, as an ER tech and kind of just worked my way up the ladder into this position that I'm at now. I've been here for four years. I've been with Grandview slash Trinity for eight now. It'll be eight in August. Or sorry, no, it was eight in February. It'll be four in August for employee health, but yeah, eight total. And my mom's a nurse. She's been a nurse for 47 years. Uh, my dad worked at Health South and at UAB Highlands and at Shelby Baptist and at uh, at Trinity and Montclair, you know, off and on throughout his years. So very healthcare centered household and something that I never, ever thought that I would get into in my entire life. And now I'm just, I'm here and like, I enjoy it a whole. Very good. So tell me about, you mentioned your parents, but tell me about your wife and what she does. So my wife, Stephanie Thomas, um, she is a school teacher, sixth grade math and science at Tuscaloosa Magnet Middle. Um, she has been doing that just as long as I've been in the hospital. Um, when we were first married, I was working at Trinity and we were technically living in Tuscaloosa and she decided that we were going to move to Birmingham and she was going to find a teaching job here in Birmingham because there was more schools and she ended up getting a job in Tuscaloosa and she loved it. She never wanted to move back to Tuscaloosa, but she ended up falling in love with it. She's been there eight years um, and she enjoys every minute of it and she doesn't plan on leaving the school anytime soon. Um, but we met at Alabama and uh, she has taught me a lot of things. She just cooked me a lot of good food. Um, but yeah, she enjoys teaching a whole lot. Um, she's helped out, you know, with GAs and um, at the church, um, teaching Sunday school to the seventh through ninth grade class. She just loves mentoring and tutoring and just being an overall molder of, 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 of youth, really. Um, she does a great job yeah. with it and she enjoys her school a whole lot. It's great staff to be down there. Principal's awesome. The students are awesome too. Um, and she she also um, has sort of a, I don't know if you'd call it a side gig or an avocation, but uh, all the the visual artwork um, things that she does. I know she's she's done some of that with groups at the church too. Yeah, yeah. So she has this little side hustle. Um, it's called love strung out and it's pretty much this string art thing where uh if you think of a design that you want a music note cross or whatnot she'll pretty much just nail it nail the design into a board and she'll just string yarn or crochet or any kind of uh of 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 rope that you want to do in this awesome beautiful artwork and uh at the i think it was either the anniversary retreat or it was the churchwide retreat that we had a couple years ago where she led a class with that and it's one of those things that she's done for the past couple of years. That's just kind of uh, something that she does for fun. Um, if she want, if people want to pay her for things, you know, she'll make it for them. But it's not something that she like actively seeks out from people. But she enjoys it a lot. And her family, all the females in her family, are very artistic. Her mom, um, she's got her own craft room at the house 
Um, she's from, originally from North Alabama, Hartsville area, but they live in Decatur now. Her mom has a house, uh, uh, has a room that's a craft room in Decatur. And it's just, they always do kind of crochet, um, stitching, uh, making clothing, um, arts and crafts. And um, she's got a very creative mind where at the school that she's at right now is project-based learning. So there's no worksheets. There's nothing. She has to create all these, these new activities for her kids. So her creative and artsy side comes out of that. And so that's really how it translated into the stuff that she does now with the Love Strung Out. Um, because it became one of those projects that they did once and then she found out that she liked it and then she started making it and people loved it. And so she's made a couple of projects for people, uh, for my sister-in-laws. Uh, she made one for one of my friends for their wedding. Uh, she's made for people at the church. Um, yeah. In fact, um, for my wife, Karen's birthday, uh, I guess last year, Stephanie, I had her do, um, uh, part of great is thy faithfulness, the music notes and mm-hmm. the words in it. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. it's on our mantle right now. Um, uh, yeah, it's a really cool piece. Yeah. 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 And after she made that, um, it, her sister wanted, uh, the same thing, a different hymn, but she wanted the same thing. Uh, and so my sister made that or Stephanie made that for her sister. And then the music note thing is like really cool. Like people really love that. Uh, that is one of the big pro- ones that she always gets, uh, asked for. And then the last initials, cause you know, females like to have everything monogrammed <laughs> and stuff. The last initial name is like a good wedding gift or something like that. Or, or, uh, the, the, the name established when like, uh, for, um, one of, uh, I think it was for Brian's wedding. She made the Deegan's established that day that they and they loved that. You know, they yeah, loved it. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I've asked everybody on the podcast this question, so I'm curious to hear from you. Um, based on the second half of the Bible verse, John 10, 10, Jesus says, I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. So, uh, Mike, I'm curious, what's bringing you life? Well, right now, it's the the fact that I can be a part of the transition team. Um, I hate to do a shameless plug here, but... I've been a member since 2000 or sorry, since 1998. Yeah. 1998. And I've grown up in that church. I have lifelong friends and family from that church. Um, and the transition period that we're going through right now is something that I constantly want to be engaged with, want to talk with people because our church is big, but it's also small at the same time and getting to know people that I have kind of had relationships with when I was in high school to now being a young adult or, cultivating a new relationship with someone who I never really talked with when I grew up in the church, that is bringing me the, the spirit of fulfillment is bringing me like the COVID was a, just a very dark time for everybody. And to have people come back and talk with them face to face, being with those members that have meant so much to you over the years, it's just, it makes me happy to, that we get to do this right now. And it's such a great time to do this. If we were going to pick a time in the world of the life of the church to do this, um, that has really been one of the aspects of something that has made me push through, you know, these past couple of months to, to look at something that's a, a brighter future. Um, you know, other things would be, you know, now that the sun's coming out, I've always been a person that's like loved outdoors stuff. Steph, on the other hand, is really not an outdoorsy person. So it's going to be really interesting to see when we do go to Puerto Rico, if she's actually going to go on these hikes with everybody like we we're supposed to. Um, but I had a Jeep Wrangler in high school. And I love just driving around town, cruising with the windows down, the top down. So in my truck, I've got a sunroof. So do a lot of cruising when I can 
if, if people stop uh, hoarding all the gas. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I, I like to be social, but I do love my, my me time and my me time is video games. And yeah. uh, I'm usually playing video games at least once or twice a week. I try not to play them every night just because, you know, Steph will get upset with me if I do play them every night. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's, those are the big things right now that give me life. And of course, you know, Steph and I have, we bought a house last year, this time last year. Um, and the 27th of this month will be a full year in the house. And so being in a home, finally having something of our own and then just growing uh, with Steph closer in our home. It's just, it just, those things are awesome. You know, those things are amazing. And, I'll be able to look back on when I'm older and look back at the times that I've had growing up in the church, doing the things that I've loved, even with all the things that are going on in the world today, having somebody by my side like her and wanting to pursue the things that we want to pursue in the church, wanting to pursue the things that we want to pursue in life. At this point in time, that's just, that's, it's just, it is, it's awesome. You know, I'm about to turn 32 as well. I never thought that, 32 would feel this way. Uh, like waking up in the morning and having a, pe- a pain in my left knee for no reason um, or being tired all the time. Uh, one of those things, but when you got somebody, you know, you can attest this um, too, but when you got someone that can push you in your life, like your significant other, um, your wife or husband, you, it just makes life more enjoyable, especially when you have someone that's, and involved in the things that you're involved with too. Like Steph loves music. She sings all the time. And so to have that connection there is great because when I sing, it may sound terrible, but at least I can play my trumpet or something like that while she's, you know, so, but. That's great. All of those are um, great things. And um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Having a a life partner like that is just um, a blessing beyond measure. And I'm glad that you and Stephanie have that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Well, this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate you uh, setting aside some time and um, chatting with me. And I know folks will uh, be thrilled to hear from you on the podcast. Definitely. I appreciate, again, you asking me to be a part of it. Um, I'm glad we finally got a chance to actually talk and whatnot. It's been a couple of weeks in the making for it, but I'm glad everything's worked out now. And I'm really looking forward to the orchestra being back so that we can start playing together again. Yes. Yes, for sure. Well, thanks again. I'll talk to you later. Yes, sir. You take care. Take care. Remember to subscribe to or follow this podcast so you won't miss future episodes. Today's episode concludes with the singing of Be Strong in the Lord 